This is real gangster shit. This weekend, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, you get two moms for the price of one. Two moms, one jeans. We were in Ontario, Canada, not too long ago. Now we're going into Ontario, California. The state of Ontario. That's right. The Inland Empire, though, this time. <laughs> California, the discount mall. <laughs> Come see us. It really is, isn't it? It really is rare, by the way, um, that we do stand up together like this. It, it is. It doesn't happen a lot. Uh, it's a special favor we did. Let's for, put it that way. Put it this way. For the last, uh, I don't know, six, seven, eight months, we did uh, New Year's together. We did uh, Valentine's Day together. And then this is it. But don't let that stop you from coming to see your main mommy August 9th. Oh, Jesus. In Pasadena. So, listen, if you're close to the Dina, I say come out there uh, August 9th at the Ice House in the side room, the small room. I'll be telling jokes 7.30 and 9.30 for real mommies only. Are you a real mommy? Prove it. Yeah, I want to see it. you there August 9th, and I mean it. All right. Uh, it would mean a lot to me, guys. Small room. Here's small, some... Uh... Better service. Some more fun. Uh, I'm in Sacramento next week at uh, the Punchline. That's in the inner sack. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, um, please come out. That is July 31st through August 2nd. Then I'm doing the Pittsburgh Improv uh, with your baby's mother, your baby's father, excuse me, and uh, also the concierge, Matt Fulcheron, the full charge. We're doing um, the Pittsburgh Improv together. August 7th, 8th, 9th, and 10th. And then I go to Columbus, Ohio with Denim on Denim, Gatorade and Hot Dogs for Life. <laughs> Jeff Tate, that's August 14th through 17th. He's still alive on that diet? I know. Then one of the greatest clubs in the entire world, Comedy Works in Denver, downtown, August 28th through 30th. Then the Jeans and I are doing only one show. One show and that is september 18th in fort lauderdale improv that's not how you say it what is it it's fart lauderdale fart lauderdale improv in hollywood florida and let me tell you it's our only south florida show of the year that means if you're in west palm beach lake okeechobee Stewart, <laughs> Palm Beach Gardens, Miami, Miami, South Beach, all of Dade, Dade County, County, all of Broward County, Davie, Florida, <laughs> Homestead, Florida, the Keys, anywhere the Keys. down there. We are only doing one. It is going to be a fucking party. September 18th at the Fart Lauderdale Improv, the Seminole Hard Rock Casino. Please get the tickets now. The semen holes. A few weeks later, I'm in <clears throat> northern Jesus, Florida. Jesus, how many fucking... Where's Northern Florida? What is that? Panama City? You doing nah, some gigs No, I'm not going there? that far north, but I'm doing Orlando. Oh, Mom Lando. Um, guys, also August 14th through 17th, I'm at Rooster Tea Feathers in uh, Sunnyvale, California. I'm not sure where Sunnyvale is, but if you live there, you do. That's a really good way of doing it. I should have done it like that. <laughs> I might have had better numbers if I had done it that way Are when you I did it last. No, I don't know where it is, but you do if you live there. <laughs> <laughs> That's a well, great way of pitching. Because here's it. the thing: I grew up in California, and Sunnyvale. I know it's up north. I know that it's. I fly into San Jose Airport. Okay. It sounds fun. It sounds pleasant. Sunny is in the title. Yeah. So is Rooster. It's not how a rooster sounds. I think that's... Do it again. It's Fubuzelas. What? Fubuzelas. 
All from the FIFA World Cup. Yes. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> How do you think they came up with the name Rooster Tea Feathers? I, you know, it's supposed to be like, I'll say, I'll say, I'll say, like that guy. I think it's, um, they're like, here's a good idea. <laughs> I have it. What business would match up with this awesome name? And somebody was like, <laughs> sounds oh, like comedy. You're saying they, they came up with the name first oh, and then sure. matched the business to the name. <laughs> That's what I would have done. <laughs> That's smart. All right. You want to do the show? Yeah. Let's party, man. Let's do this shit. Let's do this shit, yo. You had put up some pictures recently. It was you and a, and a few other rappers, and y'all had some shirts on that said, Eat a Booty Gang. Yeah, we the Eat a Booty Gang. You know, you know our motto is, baby, lay down, we got you. You know? You know, a lot of motherfuckers were trying to um, radio station. I meant to call Ricky Smiley ass. That's my homeboy anyway. You know, you know, you know they, they get their joke thing on. You know, I'm a big jokester too. So, But they were trying to insinuate that we were some fruity ass niggas or something, but nigga, we eat a booty game. For you niggas won't eat your old ass, we'll eat it. <laughs> this shit is big time! Who is Randy? Don't bring anyone mother into this. Your mom in the fucking stand! Welcome. Welcome. Welcome to your mom's house <laughs> with Tom Segura. Tom Segura. And Christina Pajitsi. Welcome to your mom's house. conducted this orchestra mm. at the end Gandalf oh yeah you commanded that whoopow at the end right like it was magic that's true I did it was really good yep can you, can you turn me up my headphones you know we just did this I know but I feel I feel like I can't I can't hear when I'm rapping you know what I'm saying meow meow that's better thank you All right. meow 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 do me a flavor though yeah can you press pause for a minute okay I hear crackling all right, we um had some sounds. Yeah. We're good. Right. I really like that opening uh clip, Eat a Booty Gang. Mm. Yeah, I guess somebody was implying that they're fruity ass somethings. And that's what he was saying. You know, I'm the CEO and president of the Eat a Booty Gang, and like I say, our motto is lay down, baby, baby, lay down, we got you. And our theme for this year is ass backwards. You, y'all made up the name. You know, from your point of view, what does eat a booty mean? Eat a booty mean is like, you know, I've I, I, I recently retired from eating pussy. Huh? Well, wait a minute. Doesn't, he doesn't eat the pussy anymore. Why would he retire? Because he's, he's the president and the CEO of the eat a booty gang. Oh, he's got, he's too many commitments on that new gig. No, it's like, like I don't, you know, hmm. I'm not going to be in charge of... The, I'm not gonna be eating French fries if I'm if I run the company that makes milkshakes. No, I understand. Like you're the CEO of Hooters, you don't eat chicken wings at TJ Fridays. At Fridays, that's right. He's the CEO of the Eat a Booty Gang. <laughs> Do you think? I mean, is he has he registered papers for that company? Are they paying their quarterly taxes? I'm sure. I'm sure they are. You know, I don't eat pussy no more, so I, I suck pussy and I eat the booty. Oh boy. Oh boy. Um, oh boy, he sucks pussy, babe. Yeah, he sucks the pussy. Mm-mm. This you know who that is, right? No, you don't know who this is. Big Daddy Kane. No, but there's a daddy in his name. Daddy Yankee. No, good guess. Daddy Long Legs. No, um, a lot of dads. Trick Daddy. Trick Daddy. Fuck. Yeah. Bro. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hmm. You like Trick Daddy? Yeah, I have all of his um I have all of his records. Mm-hmm. Huge fan. Huge fan. 
I have his first album. I have the second album. I have the tenth album. You have the tenth album? Yeah, but I like his old stuff better though. His he has some. Uh, I did. I did always like the the shut up song. Remember? No, I mean, yeah, yeah. You don't remember that one? Well, could you sing it for me? Well, here's the uh, I'm a thug one. This is from the video. Holla at me then. Great. Damn. Hey, Dad. Listen. This one? Oh, this is a good song. No, no. But this world I like the song, actually. Okay. Yeah, cause I'm a thug all day, every day. And by the way, I feel like um, this is back when he was eating pussy. <laughs> Different rhymes come when you suck. It's sucking pussy, baby. Right. Well, now he sucks. I'm sorry, you're right. He's singing my jeans. Yep. He's a big fan. He listens. Oh. Well, anyways, that's... Yeah, that is a good song. That's, um... Uh, Trick Daddy. Oh, here's the other song. Here's the song that I... I wish he'd sing about jeans more. I bet we could talk to him about it. Yeah. You gotta pull them jeans up. What do you think of that? Pull them, pull them up. You they gotta suck pussy through the jeans. Now you gotta tell me, what about what people are saying that you can't do it again? Hey, we gonna let the band. Damn. Well, that thing sounds wow. all fucked up. It's an underwater record. Anyways, um, back to, I want to know just about sucking pussy and, and eating the booty now. Yeah, me too. I'd like to hear more about that. Whoa. Yeah, see? That sounds little, weird. A little something, something going hmm. on there. Hmm. I wonder what made him stop eating pussy. You know, did he have a bad experience and then he went exclusively to sucking pussy and eating ass? What could turn a man off, Tom, to eating pussy? Maybe he had a real, a real bad, dirty pussy. Yeah. You know? But I don't know if that would stop but, you. Yeah, can I tell you, I feel like that doesn't deter a man. Well, no, it just makes you go get a new clean one. Yeah. But he said that somebody implied that him and his boys were fruitcakes. Right. And that he started eating assholes because of that, which is not the, the logical route to go. No, that actually uh, strengthens the assumption of you being a fruitcake. Now, I learned this when I took the LSAT to get into law school for two weeks. You have to negate the assumption to crush the argument. Oh, right. Let's Another see. level. You know, we, we, big, we big dog in this shit. Okay. And you know the ladies. And I like the ladies to eat me out too. Shit, don't get it twisted. I don't have no complex. <laughs> so, <laughs> he likes getting his ass eaten. Well, who doesn't? Right. Duh. That's cool. Don't get it twisted. I got to say, I was, uh, you know, in my younger days, I was a eat ass on the first date guy. Yeah. That's not true. Yeah. On the first date. I mean, I'm talking about like in my early 20s and stuff, yeah. That's what I would do. That would be my first move, go-to move. It's really intimate. It's more intimate than eating box, don't you think? I, the thing is I wanted to know, I wanted them to know that I meant business. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. And I thought that that okay. was a good way to establish it. Wait a know? minute. But but did you take him out to a nice dinner beforehand? You know what I'm saying? Don't don't take no lady out for coffee. You know what I'm saying? You gotta feed a bitch. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, yeah. Bitch gotta eat. Bitch gotta eat. You know what I'm saying? Bitch, I <laughs> I ain't gonna give you the booty and, and you gonna give me a, a motherfucking cookie. That's what's up. Okay. All right. Bitch gotta eat. You gotta feed a bitch. Feed a bitch. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? You, you gotta know feed when a bitch. You're gonna put it out. The people are gonna go in. <laughs> you know, I mean, I know you weren't surprised <laughs> with people's reaction. But Vlad, you know me, Vlad. I ain't never <laughs> gave a fuck about what a motherfucker had to say about me. That's what's up. I've been everywhere but the electric chair, seen everything but the wind. I ain't never did nothing for character what? reference. I'm a nigga born a, 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 a great great descendant of a slave. My mom had 11 children from 10 different men. I didn't have inherited. I wouldn't. I didn't inherit a motherfucker thing. I grew up on world fame food stamp. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I. I had the likes in my name when I was two years old. So everything I got, I got it from the motherfucking, from the gutter. So my pride and being shame has nothing to do with how you look at me or how you feel about me. 
They always ask me, no, how you do it for so long? Though how you keep it real for so long? I'm like, no, how they keep it fake for so long? That's a lot of acting. And them niggas ain't getting no motherfucking Oscars. Appears to me like assholes. Without him, you full of shit. I really like him. Yeah, he's pretty good. I really like this guy. What's his name again? Daddy Yankee? No. Come on. Daddy. Trick Daddy. Shit, I really like this guy. He's going to come over here and eat your ass for disrespecting <laughs> him like that. I really I really like when people like, keep it 100 like this. I really do. Yeah. I appreciate it. Daddy. He's Yankee. not full of shit, I don't think. No, he's not. No, he's, he's real. He's being tight. I like him. Yeah. All right, there's that interview. Trick Daddy. That's pretty good stuff. Why don't you eat my ass more? You never let me. Wait, back to eating assholes. So if you take a girl out for dinner, though, you got to be careful which cuisine you pick if you're, if you're going to eat her butthole. But, you know, if she um, if she's farty or whatever, any of that shit, you know. What? It's on his mess. It's okay. It's on his mess. It's the worst argument to tell a woman. It's only a smell. What? It's okay. It's only smells. It's only smells. It's okay. It's only smells. <laughs> That's so gross. It's only smells. What? That guy is a savage. <laughs> Rocco Sofredi is a real savage. Yeah. Yep. I wish we could have him on our show. It's too bad he's not in L.A. Yeah. I think he's in your motherland. Oh, yeah. He married a Hungarian. Mm-hmm. That was the last time we spoke, which we did speak, Rocco, and I had a, a long conversation once at a comedy taping. Right? Wasn't it a comedy taping? You, would, you were taping something? For sure. With Russell? Yeah. yeah. And um, I actually got to talk to Rocco Sofredi, and I was just thrilled. You were giving him a hand job in the fucking alley. Giving each other hand jobs by the pool. I just love him so much. God, he's such a nice gentleman. It- Charming, sweet. He does a lot for local charities, the Boy Scouts, things like that. I asked him if I could hold his cock. <laughs> That's all it smells. He was like, yes, you can hold it. It's nice. That's all it smells. It feels weight, you know? <laughs> now, since we're talking about romance and eating buttholes and stuff. Um, Wait, you just said, how come you don't eat my ass more? Yeah. You're always saying no. <laughs> Here's why, bro. Because you always want to do it you get, listen. You got to give a, somebody a heads up, okay? When you're gonna, you can't be like you got to feed a bitch. You got first of all, you got to feed a bitch, okay? Number one, number two, you need to give people heads up if you're gonna want to eat their butthole because it's not a spontaneous. Now how much of a heads up? Listen, when we had Jules Venter on here and she talked about preparing for a scene, yeah, you got to prepare for your scenes. You, you got to be like, hey, can we later do this? And then I, you got to freshen up down there. Okay. You can't just, I can't come in from riding a, my bike for an hour and then you're like, I want to lick your butthole. And then you get upset with me. Like, why don't you want to do but this? But what I'm you? upset about is that you so actually dumb. had the audacity to say, why don't you eat my butt? As if I'm not <laughs> making an effort. I'm to. just kidding. I'm not very serious about it. I'm not well, very dedicated. Okay. I want to eat your butt later. There. I can't hear you. What? <sighs> la, 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 la. Oh, this is a neat machine here. That's your response to me. Professional <laughs> desire to eat your butthole. Ay, ay, ay. Do I Can have I, to? So, so you don't want it at all? Well, I don't know. I can't decide. Some days I do. It depends on how much wine I'm drinking. You know what I mean? Yeah. If I'm really hammered. Yeah, then you want it. I guess. <coughs> okay. Why do you do that during the show? You're ruining everything. Do you think people want to hear that? Your sex life is important, but your schedule is busy. You don't have the time to go to a doctor's office to get treated for your erectile dysfunction. Through Hims, now you can get treated for ED without stepping foot outside your door. Hims is changing men's health care by providing access to affordable sexual health treatments from the comfort of your couch. Hims provides access to doctor-trusted ED treatment, options such as chewable hard mints, brand name treatments like Viagra, or generic alternatives for up to 95% cheaper. The process is simple and 100% online. No uncomfortable doctor's visits. Start your free online visit today at hymns.com slash YMH. That's H-I-M-S dot com slash YMH for your personalized ED treatment options. 
hymns.com slash YMH. Hard mints are chewable compounded products which are not approved by or verified for safety or effectiveness by the FDA. Prescriptions require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if appropriate restrictions apply. See website for details and important safety information. Subscription required. Price varies based on product and subscription plan. My favorite spring cleaning takeaway is the post-clean clarity you get. Wow, how have I been living like this? It's kind of like when you find out that you've been paying a fortune for wireless when Mint Mobile has phone plans for $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. More like, wow, how have I been affording this? It's time to switch to Mint Mobile and get unlimited talk, text, and data for $15 a month. We use Mint Mobile at the office and we have been saving so much money since switching over. And setting up a Mint Mobile's website was super easy. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash mom. That's mintmobile.com slash mom. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash mom. $45 upfront payment required equivalent to $15 per month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speeds slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Tom, Mm -hmm. walk them through what I did for you last night. It was pretty cool. Um, Oh, God, (coughs) sneezing. Oh, now it's just for attention. So we were preparing to make sweet love last night. Yeah. You said you wanted to actually romance me. Yes, for a change, because usually you really set the charm. Oh, God. (coughs) Oh, come on. (coughs) Now you're acting. Because you usually take responsibility for setting up the ambiance in the room and that you do things like lay on your back and pump your leg up and down and fart. And then you're like, why don't well, you know what I'm so sex with me right now? Or I come in the room and the, all the lights are on and the TV's on and the dog's on the bed. And you're like, let's fuck. I'm like, okay, well, that's not how you romance a lady. You're a fucking rude pig. I have been. <laughs> yeah, I've been. You're rude. No, you're a rude pig. No, you're rude. No, you're rude because I've been. Lighting candles, all that stuff <laughs> to bring you into the bedroom uh-huh. for a while now. And you're always like, oh, I like what you And then now I do you're like, like, but now you're like, you have the lights on, the dogs, like, what the fuck, man? You're just full of shit today. Okay. So then what did I do for you? Walk the list. Why are straight. you full of shit? What are you talking about? Why are you full of shit? Why are you making up that I'm not doing nice things to get in the bedroom? Um, I mean, occasionally you do those things. What the fuck? Or you light the candles and stuff, but. A lot of the times it's like, I'm farting, come over here. Whatever. So um, you told me to wait in the living room and then you call me into the bedroom. I go into the bedroom. Okay, you're like, now it's okay to come in. Yeah. You have, it's, it's like less than half a wick of a candle lit. Sure. It's very dark in there. We're not rich people. But then you have a song playing in the background. <laughs> Singing the clean version. I so, what made you choose to put this on? You said this is would get me. You're like, I know you like this. That's what you said as I walked in. <laughs> we were in the car earlier, and Two Life Crew was on, and I'm like, this is the shit you love, huh? This is like your childhood jams, and you're like, absolutely, I love Two Life Crew. This is like your childhood band. I thought this is no. like your Beatles, the Two Life Crew. No, not at all. Break it. It took your bottom nine months to make it. It's a good song. Yeah, this is not my Beatles. <laughs> <laughs> this is. No. You love Two Life Crew. It's romantic. It gets you in the mood. It's romantic. It gets me in the mood. 
Listen, any man would love this song in the background. I'm just supposed to lay next to you in bed with this playing. <laughs> this is for married sex only. Yeah. Marital people love it. Could you imagine? <laughs> you love it. Look at you. It's ridiculous. You love it. It's ridiculous. What do you mean? <laughs> Nice rhyme, champagne glass, stick my dick in your ass. <laughs> this is an Asian guy, right? No. Oh. You played this. I love this song. to make love to your husband. Yes. Well, it was a joke, Tom. No. It was a joke. I just thought it'd be really funny to have you come in and have the most awful song playing. Yeah. My my Beatles were playing in the background. You love them. Yeah. How did the Asian guy get into Two Live Crew? He he delivered actually food to the recording studio one time. <laughs> he did. You know the Chinese food. And then they were like, "Yeah," he said like, <laughs> "Like give me dollar, make you holler." And they're like, "You can rhyme." <laughs> Wait a minute, we need a rhyme to come up with champagne glass. I put my dick in your ass. There you go. You in the bed now, motherfucker. <laughs> um, but something else happened after we turned off. Yeah. my Beatles. Right, my Beatles were done playing. <laughs> We were gonna make sweet love, and what happened? We got into an hour conversation about farts. What? It's only smells. It's okay. It's only smells. <laughs> but that was your fault because you were like, "Tell me about that fart I made earlier." Like, no, you wanted to brag about what you would. No, no. I go. I gotta tell you. I I, I think I have a fart coming. Oh. And you're like, come on. And I fart. I go. There's nothing I can do. I have some farts. <laughs> that was not a fart machine fart. What the fuck? I was getting in the spirit. Um, and then you were like, "How are we going to do this?" And I go, "It's yeah. all right. It's okay. It's only smells." <laughs> and we just had to wait for a while. Well, because you can't. You know, it's you get mad at me when I fart before we we're going to do it, and then you farted last night a bunch. You were you were so amused, like a baby is. No. You're so into it. And then you brought up the farts that you did after we got off the airplane yesterday. <laughs> you were so super farty in, in the kitchen. <laughs> the problem is that I had <laughs> I had built up some farts on the flight. Always. And <laughs> See, look at you getting happy again. I went, I went to... <laughs> Just thinking about it brings you joy. You see it. Well, I remember I went to pee right before we landed and I was like, in the bathroom, <laughs> I let one out there that was amazing. I was, I was like, "Oh, see, see, look how excited you are again to talk about it." This is how he was last night. This is how you were last night in bed. We were laying there, and you're just laughing hard about. It. You're so disgusting. Look at you. You're turning purple. You're so excited by it. You're so pleased with yourself. My husband can't even talk right now. He's so happy. It felt so good. Oh. Let's see. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. This is when you laugh like dastardly dog. I know you really like it. Look at, look at, he came and breathed. So impressed with yourself. So, (laughs) we, uh, then we got in the car and I couldn't fart in the car with the driver. Oh my God. So, Jesus. Fucking chatty Kathy. Yeah. So then we got to the house. They were built up. When you save them, they, they grow. Mm-hmm. You know, in, it's like interest accrued on your savings. It's, it's exactly like a savings account with a great analogy. <laughs> yeah, it's like an investment at that point. Mm. Um, so mm. I had something for you. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Here we go again. Really enjoying yourself. Oh. <laughs> you know what's funny is uh, I wouldn't say funny, but troubling is that. You said that you actually are holding back on farts with me. Yeah. That you only 
So how many are you? What's the ratio that you're holding back? Versus? I'm not holding. There's just times when I actually do restrict. I hold back. <laughs> like last night, we had just finished making love, and I wanted to <laughs> fart, but I held it for a few minutes. Thanks. Not long, apparently. A few not minutes. that long. It's a few minutes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Yeah. I was I was I appreciate the respect. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> Look at you. Just thinking about it is still making you tickled. You're so proud of yourself right now. <laughs> so pleased. Unbelievable. Look at you. He's crying. God. You're such an animal. There's no other woman you could be married to. You realize that. I don't think so. You bring that up a lot. I don't think that's true. How think, m- oh, I mean, really? I think some chicks would dig this. <laughs> <laughs> How many of your ex-girlfriends did you did they just love your post-coital farts, your pre-coital farts? A lot of them. They yeah. they realize it's not it's not what? It's on his mess. Okay. It's on his mess. Yeah. yeah. They, I think that yeah, um, yeah. if you poll this audience right now, mm-hmm. a lot of women are with a guy who's doing the same thing. You think it's only you that, but like, there's women listening. They're like, "No, my husband, my boyfriend, <laughs> he's a part of right." So, of course. So I'm saying a lot of women could tolerate this. Tolerate, yes, and love celebrate mm, very celebrate smaller pool and love this smaller yes. pool. I don't know. I think they'd be into it. I think they'd be into, into it. it. Yeah, I mean, I'm part. You forget that I'm the um, the secretary of treasury of the Eat a Booty Gang. <laughs> I'm in the Eat a Booty Gang. God, can I have a sip of your coffee? It's not warm anymore. I don't care. Oh, you fuck. Okay. Pow. Order your alcohol with DoorDash today and drink in the savings. Use code YMH24 to get twenty five percent off, up to fifteen dollar value on a $35 minimum subtotal on your next alcohol order for eligible users only. The alcohol selection on DoorDash is top shelf. With thousands of stores all over the country, you're sure to find what you're looking for and more. Beer, wine, mixers, mocktails, and more can be delivered straight to your door. Save up to 25% off, up to $15 value when you spend $35 or more with code YMH24. So whether you're grabbing drinks for an event or staying in for the night, DoorDash is here to help you have a great evening any evening. Terms apply. Must be 21 or older to order alcohol, drink responsibly, delivery and promotions available only in select markets. Buying someone jewelry is usually a great experience all around. They get a beautiful gift and you get the unforgettable moment of seeing the look on their face when they open it. The only tricky part, figuring out how to get the perfect piece at the best price. This is what I recommend for any jewelry purchase. Source it from BlueNile.com. Blue Nile offers thousands of independently graded diamonds and fine jewelry at prices significantly below traditional retail. They also offer peace of mind with every purchase with some of the highest quality standards in the industry. They're available 24-7 by phone or chat to answer technical questions and give recommendations for every budget. I know it can be overwhelming. I've been in that position. And what you want when you're getting into something like jewelry is an expert to help guide you along the way. You can feel great about your purchase because Blue Nile also offers a diamond price match guarantee. And just in case you're not satisfied, there's 30-day returns. Shop Blue Nile today and experience the ease and convenience of the original online jeweler. Go to BlueNile.com today. That's BlueNile.com. This is good stuff. Oh, my God. I think I was going to fucking cry doing that. <sighs> Big dental update, guys. Uh, yesterday we came home from our trip to Fartford, Connecticut, and on our doorstep was a wonderful gift of a water pick, which we've been discussing since, oh, 2011. Yeah. (laughs) But we're too cheap to commit to purchasing one, even though the idea of it is fantastic. And we got one on our doorstep. Uh, so huge thank you for Pat. Uh, Thank you, Pat, for sending us that delightful uh, water pick. Very, very kind of you. Very thoughtful. Yeah. 
we haven't had a moment to really try it. We just got in yesterday, but I so look forward to using this. I think it's safe with veneers, right? Yeah. I hope it doesn't break them right out. I don't know. I think it'd be funny if they did for a second. Funny. How funny, Tom? <laughs> it's good for you because your teeth are getting a little yellow. <laughs> and the way I've seen how you floss. Yeah. It's not really right. You take like three feet of floss, but you only use like an inch of it. The um, Dennis told me last that he would give me a floss award if he could. Oh, Because of how good I do it. Oh, bullshit. That's what he said. Oh, bullshit. That's a total lie. That's what he said. So you're the best. No, we have the same dentist, and he said I'm the best. No, he didn't. He said your teeth look like FIFO's teeth. No, he did not. Oh, no, he did not. Tartar, jagged. Stop saying that. And it smelled like you were eating. Stop saying that. Dog shit. <laughs> I don't have FIFO teeth. <laughs> oh. Um, we should thank the. Um, yeah, so thank you for that for that wonderful gift. We are going to pressure wash our teeth and hopefully Tina's buttholes. I can get in there like the Eat a Booty Gang member that I am. But I want to thank all the Fartford people that came out to the shows this weekend. Um, thank you for coming to the mall in Manchester, Connecticut. Um, <laughs> we had a great time. Mall. We did something unique, uh, different for us. Yeah. Um, because we were together, uh, we decided to rent a car this week. Usually on the road, you're just <clears throat> stuck at the hotel. We rented a car, and we went to beautiful Elizabeth Gardens. That was super fun. Yeah, I decided to keep Tommy company this week because I was just home. And I'm like, why do I stay home? And then I get depressed and alone when I can go with you and bring the dog, and we can have like a family week, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so um, on the suggestion of a friend, we went to Elizabeth Park, and it was so pretty. There's flowers and children running around and running into the flowers. Yep. Step stepping on the um the gardening. Like, yeah, the thing that takes people like hours and days. Yeah. And, oh, it was like, neat. They're such savages. I mean, it really crushed my spirit to see people like, let's take a picture and then they would they would trample the bushes and trample these beautiful flowers. Like, we got to step into the bushes. Like, no, yeah. you don't. And keep in mind, we're obviously we're not talking about white people were doing oh this. Oh my god, like, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> Tom. But you know, some others. Tom, were. Tom. <laughs> I'm sure white people do it too. But it's just never been seen by other people. Okay. <laughs> That's, we don't know uh, the ethnic makeup of the people trampling flowers. We definitely saw them. Okay. So we well, know what they are. All right. And we're sure that people that look like us have never done it. Okay, Tom. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> but that's not but that's not what this is about. This isn't about oh pointing out the shade of skin color okay. of the people the, how much melanin you have in your <laughs> it doesn't matter. Oh Those are big words, Tom. You're using your big words on that. Well, I think you're by by using <laughs> your coding, people are going to assume what now that it's, you know, that they have a lot of melanin. But, <laughs> okay. No, but I'm saying that I, I think it should be expressed that if you go if you go to the Caribbean and oh my God. there's an island that's known for knives, that that was really the predominant <laughs> group. Known for knives. Yeah. That knives. Was, well, <laughs> that was really the predominant. That's, that's terrible. Okay. No, people should know that's what's terrible. going on in in their parks. <laughs> And it was obvious who it was. You know, when you're Puerto Rican, you're just Puerto Rican. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> and the, we saw the the big hoop gold earrings and the smoking. The smoking, the lady, the Puerto Rican lady. You know, when you're Puerto Rican, you're just Puerto Rican. She was smoking with her baby. I'm going to stop this. <laughs> she let her baby I'm have some of the cigarette. Stop, and she did not. Her baby could no. eat out of her fast food bag. She and then did. her baby could jump on the roses. <laughs> and then her Puerto Rican husband would be like, yeah, get in there. Yeah, they did not blow smoke into the baby's face, and there were no. They were fries. smoking. They were smoke. It is weird to see people smoking in like these really pristine, 
just nature environments. I like when she saved her cigarette. She took a drag. <laughs> she put it out on the park bench, the nice park bench. Yeah. And she put it back in for like, I got one for later. <laughs> I can smoke this later on. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. You know, in Hungary, there's a place called the Margit Siget, which is like. Uh, sounds really beautiful. Can you say it again? <laughs> it sounds gorgeous. Margit Siget. And uh, it's an island where you can go, same, same idea, like gardens yeah. and young people making out on park benches. But then the goddamn Tsigans, the gypsies show up <laughs> yeah. and they ruin it for everybody. Right. They're doing the same stuff, smoking. The equivalent of Hartford, Puerto Rican. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hartford, Puerto Ricans. <laughs> right. I know what you're saying. Hartford. It's funny, I didn't know there are many Puerto Ricans in Hartford. They all hang out at Elizabeth Park. Definitely. Yeah, they ruin it. They ruin it. Well, at it. least these two didn't abandon their kid. I mean, that's something right. you can do. That, that's saying something. That's yeah. nice, huh? Yeah, you still got the kid? You take care of that kid? A lot of times people leave the kid. <laughs> it's good of you guys to keep it. That is kind of them. It's just, it's not even about race. It's just about low class idiots ruining it for everybody. You yeah. know, why you got to ruin the nice park for everybody? Putting your trash everywhere, Walking smoking. Over the, the, actually, I God. thought the most disrespectful part wasn't the cigarettes. It was walking on top of like bushes and flowers. So you're like, what the fuck, man? Right, which is the only reason anybody's there is to right. look at the amazing and you're gardens. You're stepping on it, you yeah. fucking dick. Yeah, you fucking dick. Yeah. Well, fuck. You fucking asshole. <laughs> Friends are the worst. <laughs> you know, it's so funny in Toronto, uh, some guy from the audience is like, where's Vivo? Is he with friends? And I totally walked into it. And I was like, no, he's with his babysitter. And then you go, friends are the worst. I'm like, oh, shit. I just walked into yeah. that stupid idiot. Set fucking us up. Stupid idiot. Uh, so that was Hartford. One other neat thing that happened in Hartford is that we got to sample the local cuisines. Mm-hmm. And by that I mean we ate uh, twice at TGI Fridays. TGI Fridays. <laughs> <We> also- <laughs> <laughs> Let's make this exciting. This is about TGI Fridays. <laughs> uh. Fridays, we went there twice, three times. Well, there's this really cool thing um, about uh, certain towns, and I guess it's like fucking Fartford when we were there, and that is that literally nothing would match up with our schedule. When you're stand up, it's the worst. It's all about firing things up. Whoa, bro. It's all about getting two Jack Daniels dishes new on our pick two for 10 menu. Here's what sucks. When you do stand up, you're up late as shit, right? You're up late every night. Yeah. Not only do your shows end late, you know, you're keyed up after shows. You go to bed super late. And we're on the West Coast time. Right. That's a big, big factor. Yeah. So we go, we're there, (laughs) you sleep in. Uh You know, we're not getting up at like five in the afternoon, but you get up at like one, let's say. You drag, you, you're dragging, you're getting, you're in your hotel. You're like, All right, I'm gonna have a cup of coffee. Then you're basically like, by the time you get dressed and ready to go out, it's after two. Everywhere that we wanted to have breakfast, <laughs> they were like, oh, we stopped serving at two. Oh, yeah. And then there's places we went to where it says online three, and they're like, oh, no, we're summer hours. Summer hours, yeah. Well, what's summer hours mean? Two. You, but you think summer hours mean later because the sun's out longer. No, nah, no. Nah, we're cutting back. By the way, we're just cutting back an hour to, to disrupt. There's people finishing breakfast. We just don't want you to have breakfast. Yeah. So then we would leave there, and we ended up being like, all right, there's nowhere to go. And then after the shows, nothing was open except Fridays. <laughs> Friday's signature Jack Daniels burger and our new Jack Daniels classic chicken duo. An entree plus an appetizer. Pick two <laughs> for just 10 bucks. That's why in here... It's always Friday. Yeah. Why does that guy sound like he's got cum in his mouth? It's always Friday. That's why here. It's always Friday. You cum in my mouth. Jack Daniel's chicken. Jack Daniel's like chicken. Those pot stickers, huh? Yeah. Use your bruschetta pasta. Oh, now, so what else can I get you? Uh, 
<laughs> now at Fridays, it's an entree plus an appetizer or dessert for two dollars. Just ten bucks. Oh boy. We really overdid it at Fridays. Yeah, I made the mistake because I want to keep it light. I had the broccoli cheddar soup. Mm-hmm. It's more just like chunks of cheddar soup. So disgusting. Yeah, you didn't really finish that. <laughs> Half of it, and then that Jack Daniels chicken. All that is is like a sweet glaze. It's not. There's no Jack Daniels about it's it. Jack Daniels. <laughs> you get your Jack Daniels trip, and you get your Jack Daniels chicken and steak. <laughs> Jack Daniels personally came in every single <laughs> bucket of this. It's the best. Jack Daniels come. And the thing is, do you realize that Freddy's is essentially the bullhorn of food? Like, it's just yeah. shitty food, but they uh-huh. add bullhorns to it. Yep. It's just dumb. They got their flare on. They got their marlin- marlins everywhere. Dude, how <laughs> about the fucking smell of it? <laughs> That's not its only smells. Something weird happened. God. Okay. Because Sunday, you only have one show. It's relatively early in most cities. It's usually like a 7 o'clock show. Yeah. So we finished. Of course, it's pretty early, but everything in Fartford was closed. Yeah. At least in Manchester. Sunday. It's the Lord's Day. Yeah. So I was like, God damn it. We got to go to Friday's again. (laughs) Again. Yeah. So we went to Friday's. (laughs) (laughs) They put us, they sit us down and a server, our server comes up. She seems nice enough. Yeah. And what would you like to drink? Tells us, you know, we tell her we want to drink. She leaves. A few moments later, we hear a scream in the kitchen a yeah. lot, where everybody turned their head. It wasn't like for us. It was like the whole restaurant turned around. Yeah. And there's something to the effect of like, get out of my kitchen. Somebody was like, there's a man in my kitchen or something. Something's in the kitchen. They yelled it. One person yelled it. It was a showstopper. Ten seconds later, a server goes, hey, I'm going to be your server now. Different server. Yeah. I'm going to be your server now. The, your previous server is no longer. And I thought she had been dropped from her shift. Yeah. She's working the table next to us. Well, it's very awkward. It is awkward. But here's the thing sometimes what happens is you have your section, right? As yeah. a wait staff person. Yeah. And then, like, let's say that girl just saw us and she's like, oh, I'll just take this table. And she sat us maybe in somebody else's section. And maybe she was going to try to jump that girl's table. Uh. So maybe that girl complained to the manager and was like, that's my section. You can't take my section. That's what I'm thinking happened. Well, no, you had another thought, and then because Fulltron was with us too, mm-hmm. we all—I thought we decided that she hated my comedy. She saw my special. <laughs> She's like, "I saw your Netflix special, and you're not welcome in TGA Fridays." Fridays is for a different type of person. <laughs> Don't you fucking come in here on a Sunday? It's never Friday in your head because yeah. I saw deep inside of it. Yeah, and it's always Monday or Tuesday. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, get the fuck, get the fuck out, out of here. And you, you come to another Friday's <laughs> fucking try me fat. So, yeah, yeah. So she hated us. But what was it about oh um, the replacement server that stood out to you? Well, I didn't catch it at first. You and Full Charge caught it the first two times she walked away. And then on the third time, I got it. Like she walked away and about it was like a three, two, one. And then I got hit. With this cloud of extreme BO. Dude, it was so intense. Intense. <laughs> it was so intense. And here, <laughs> here's the thing. I, you know what? It, uh, it actually smelled so strong Whew. that to my mind, I go, I don't think it's actually on her per se as much as I think it's that shirt. Because yes. to me, it smelled like, um, like when you're in a locker room mm-hmm. and somebody left a shirt that they sweat in mm-hmm. in the locker room. Mm-hmm. It's like she has a work shirt yes. and has never washed it. Yeah, ever. that's obvious. That's what I was thinking. Cause I, it was so strong. Because I've worked at places with uniforms, and you know you don't want to wash your uniform. And I'm like, you know, I've done that when I worked at Barstucks. Yeah. I just recycled that shit a few times. Yeah. She's probably recycled her. That's her Sunday shirt. She's like, it's a Sunday audience. Who cares? Sunday crowd. Yeah. Dude, it was really crazy. How many? But how many days of not washing does it take to smell like that? I know well, my shirt wouldn't smell like that after a day. Can I tell you something? But if you're working on a busy shift at Friday's, yeah, you know you're running around. Dude, it stunk. Yeah, she was vile. Yeah, I mean, like, vile. and to be at a place where people are eating and smelling <laughs> like that, it's not just like an like a business. It's a, it's. Uh, hey, doesn't everything smell good so you can uh, eat? She smelled like fucking balls. I know, dude. Stinky nuts. And she was cute. She was like a young, yeah. pretty girl. Yeah. And we're like, what in the hell? Yeah, she smelled real I th- bad. I, looking back, I think it ruined my cheddar soup. Yeah, because you thought uh, it was the fucking soup that smelled like that. That's why you're like, Probably. I'm eating this. 
Yeah, that was powerful, especially for TJ Frady's. They have such tight corporate standards, which is why your father loves it there. Yeah, he loves it. Uh, you know, <laughs> consistent. All right, I know what I'm getting. Got the, I like the Jack Daniels uh, steak and shrimp. It's good. <laughs> he loves TJ Frady's. Love hundred percent. Yeah, got a good, pretty, got a good attitude. <laughs> yeah. We go there when we're visiting in Florida. Let's go to Friday's. He makes us go to Friday's. Yep. I know. I'm like, you know, get the steak and shrimp. It's good. <laughs> like, it encourages Friday's. you to get the Jack Daniels. Man, I like the Jack Daniels. Man. <laughs> Anything else? Well, that's your call. <laughs> that's your call. Well, of course, it's my call, asshole. I'm the customer. Why wouldn't it be my the commercial? Call? Like, what's going on oh, in here? It's so dumb. It's um, they're shit. really having fun. Like, yeah, people are. Uh, popping beer bottle tops. And, yeah, and then there's like two really good looking girls. <laughs> you know when people take pictures when they're out? They're posing yeah. for a picture at the bar. Yeah. But I've never seen girls that look like them at Fridays. Nope. The girls I see at Fridays don't don't look like that at all. No. They usually have a different smell. They usually don't have all those teeth. Those girls have all their teeth. <laughs> you know what though? In the, in the 80s, my dad and my mom used to go to Fridays. There's one in Woodland Hills. Mm-hmm. Uh, here in the San Fernando Valley, and every Friday night at Friday's, that bar was going off. So there was a time when the bar at TJ Friday's was actually the place to go in the valley. So, you know, maybe one time it was cool, but it's like a family place now. It's really gay. Yeah. It used to be more fun. And they took down like all the crap. Remember, there used to just be like tons of flair, stu- bar stools on the walls, and, you know, phone booths and crazy shit, tambourines everywhere. But your dad would also be proud of us because not only did we do two Freddy's, we did two Outback Steakhouse trips and McDonald's coffee at four in the morning on our trip back to Boston to go to the airport. Yeah. Your dad loves McDonald's coffee. I do not. I think it's, I think it's dog shit coffee. That was horrible. Yeah, I think it's the worst. I'd rather drink Ronald McDonald's cum I, in a cup. I only drank it because... Um, I had to the other day. Oh, it was terrible. Yeah, I mean, that was, a, that was a drive that was just impossible to do. Terrible. Yeah. Oh, before I forget, I'm bragging. Um, watch this last episode of Funniest Wins on TBS. It's on their website, tbs.com, if you don't have cable, I believe. Um, your mom was challenged, all right? The gauntlet was thrown down, mm-hmm. and Marlon Wayne's made us do a snap rap battle now tommy you've done a lot of snap rap battles will you stop it growing a up a lot well when you were when two live crew was the beatles for you as a youngster on the mean streets in dade county mm-hmm. you would do that a lot right yeah that's true that's true i mean it's just kind of how you got by yeah you challenged it's like your mama jokes anyways it was fucking amazing please watch uh this last episode it was so it felt so good to beat a bunch of dudes at the stupid snap rap. It was gangster. And was then so same episode, there's a roast. So much fun. Yeah, and the best part is it's the roast of Ray J, mm-hmm. which we've all seen his feature films. And he gets so crazy. He gets really upset. Yeah, huh? he gets really mad. It's really funny. It's really a good episode. I'm proud yeah. of it. That's the one episode I'm very, very proud of. Yeah. So tune in, turn on, drop out. Um, this is kind of a big deal. <laughs> The chips. Uh, we're in Vice this week. Whoop, whoop. It's up right now. If you go to uh, our site, yourmomshousepodcast.com, you can find the link. It's also in our Twitter feed. Uh, we were in Toronto a few weeks ago. We went to the Vice offices there and um, did an interview, and they wrote a very nice article about your mothers, but also about you, the little mommy who wears their jeans, um, and about the you know the awesome fucking community that has become yeah uh thriving and active because of this wonderful show well yeah what's neat is that um jordan the guy that wrote the article got to actually come to the toronto show yeah so it's not like he was just interviewing us and then putting the article out like he got to see right he'd interviewed us then he came to the show and then he he hit us up afterwards he was like <laughs> what the fuck yeah. he couldn't believe yeah 
And I don't think I could, that, that Toronto show really was like, whoa, what is happening? Like our show is so unique. I really feel like it's so, it is like this dialogue between us and the people who listen to it. And it's very personal and at the same time, very public. It's really weird. It's a good show. Our show is good. That's what I'm saying. I'm patting myself on the back. Um, and also in other mage news in Tom's world, Tom, what happened to you on Twitter the other day? Oh my God. That was so cool. I got to get that framed. That's how excited I am for it. I, you know, do you ever realize, I don't know how this works like this way for you, that like your, the things you don't put thought into always like end up getting the most response. Yeah. Tra- like tweets that I've been like, that's a really well constructed tweet. Yeah. And then I write Nobody it. Nobody cares. It gets like seven retweets. Uh, yeah. But if I just go like, like don't put any thought into it, write it up, then it gets a hundred, you know? Mm-hmm. So I, I think it was right before I went to bed. I just remembered that New Wave, the company that produced my special, uh, isolated the bit from my special called Shouting Black, mm-hmm. where I talk about shouting like a black guy mm-hmm. and how I did it one time to Big Daddy Kane. Mm-hmm. And so I remember they put it up on YouTube. I saw it. Um, so I just got the thought to tweet to Big Daddy Kane. So I did. I wrote Big Daddy Kane. Do you remember this? And then I linked it. <laughs> uh-huh. And it got retweeted and favorited and stuff. I went to bed. The next morning, I, I get up in the hotel. I open my Twitter feed. And who do I see a response from? Big Daddy Kane. So great. You were like Christmas morning. Oh, my God. I, I've, I don't think I've ever been this excited. No. Definitely not for a tweet. No. I've never been this excited. And here is what he wrote to me. He, I, go, I wrote, do you remember this? He wrote, nah. <laughs> But everyone rushed to tell me about it when you said the joke. Hashtag hilarious. Continued success to you, my brother. How cool is that? It's the coolest fucking thing ever. I've never been this happy. That's the equivalent of Paul McCartney writing you a tweet. Who's that? That is so exciting. We need to frame it. Let's get it in a frame like this size. Yeah. What I was thinking of doing is blowing up my tweet to him. Yeah. And then his response to me making it a document. And then like a high res thing, printing it up and framing it. It's a great idea. Yeah. Isn't that funny how, I mean, it's this era is so special yeah. that you can actually just fucking do that and talk to someone that you've admired your whole life. Well, the cool thing is he respond like I've tweeted celebrities and people that I've wanted responses from before, for sure. You know, yeah. I mean, you know, I, I don't expect to get, sometimes it's like a joke that you write them. And sometimes yeah. you go, you realize it's a shot in the dark. You don't, you don't know what's going to happen. But the fact that he responded, it's amazing. The coolest. So mage. Yeah. Where does he live? I'm sure he still lives in New York as far as oh, I know. he's in East Coast. Bella. He's a Brooklyn guy. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're so excited. I don't, you never get excited about stuff. And that was like, you were practically doing cartwheels. Yeah. That and farting are your two favorite things. Big Daddy Kane and farting. Uh, you know, I wouldn't put it like that. Yeah. That's I don't a, think I've ever seen you that excited. Even like... Really? Or wedding day. Or oh, like, come on. Meh, marriage. And then <laughs> I've never seen you this happy. What about for farts? You think I've been excited for farts? Yeah, clearly. Look at your face right now. Tom, I'll just say the word farts. Oh, look at that smile. You look like Patrick what? Adams. It's on his mess. Okay. It's on his mess. Yeah, it's okay. Oh, my God. What? That's exciting. I'm trying to think of who. I met Kim Deal once, and that was my freak out moment but i don't have it documented you were very excited about and you were talking about it for days i'm still talking about it i know and i mean you were giddy remember when we walked by her and you go should i say something and i ins- i was did. like it was i go your, just go doing. for it i go go for it because i was such a nerd i had yeah. on my pixies vans and, and my like, pixies purse and you're like um you were, <laughs> it was cute it was like when you oh see little kids meeting their like idols and stuff yeah like you go like oh hey little here's kobe bryant and they're like hi yeah, yeah. Oh my god! Like you were like that. Yeah, but if you hadn't told me to, I wouldn't have talked to her. I would never have met Kim Deal if it weren't for you. Because I stopped. We stopped right next to her. She was outside at a cafe, and I was like, "Oh my god!" She was picking her teeth. <sighs> yeah. So she was talking to us, and she had like a dental floss pick, uh, uh, and she was picking her teeth as she was talking to me and eating it. Yeah, that's true. That too. I still love her. I don't care. That that made me like her even more because I'm like, that's some shit I would do to somebody. Yeah. But she was really nice. She was like, oh, yeah? Are you a comedian? I'm doing shows down at the blah, 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 and we're doing this thing, and 
you want to come down? Like, she was so nice to me. Yeah, yeah. That really, it's important that they're nice to you when you meet of them. Of course, of course. God, there's nothing worse when you love somebody and then they're just dog shit to you and you're like, fuck, now I have to hate you. I met Common at a store. Really? Yeah. I met him at Fred Siegel when I was waiting for my spot at Melrose. I was just killing time. I was early. Yeah. He was shopping there and uh, he gave me a, a hug. Hmm. Couldn't be nicer. That's important. You see? remember that stuff for sure. I'm trying to think of who I could meet. I, if I could meet Howard Stern, I'd be really happy. I really like him. Stern? I love him. Yeah. I think that would be my other... I'm not too too huge on celebrity things, but I just... I, I've loved him for so... Like, he was like my one of my major comedy He's the greatest, of course. From the time I was like 13 years old, I listened to that guy. Yeah. No, no. He's amazing. Yeah, I mean, that would take me back to like seventh grade, like oh listening my in, in my room as I got ready for school. Oh, Dude, and it was like, that's how you learn to be funny. Yeah. That's probably why we talk about farting and shitting so much. It's just stern. That and our parents. My stepdad was really into shit talk, and your dad's into it. Yeah. Fuck, it's so cool. I remember when I had the graveyard shift. um, Remember when I worked at Rocket Science? Yeah. And as we were coming out of it is when the show would start. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. That's, um... Yeah. Yeah, so I used, right, I used really. to listen to it at like fucking four Seven. o'clock or in the morning. Oh, that's right. Because it was, yes, yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. Yeah. God, can you believe he was ever on terrestrial radio? No, Remember, like, he so couldn't weird, say shit no. back I in know. those days. My dad actually turned me on to Stern because I remember growing up here in LA, we had these, these fucking cheese dick DJs. Yeah. Like Rick D's in the morning, you yeah. know, like Rick D. It was just so gay. Well, what's so gay is that we would listen to Stern, right, as fans. And then when you get in, when you become a stand up and you're doing radio, you would do yeah. like shit radio shows oh and you're like, God. oh man, like such cheesy guys. And you're like, why aren't you guys cool like Stern? Yeah. Yeah. And all st- really like the genius of Stern is that he was just himself. Right. It was just an, a guy talking normal. And he wasn't trying to God. make um, the masses happy. He was just trying to be like, he was doing what he thought was funny. I know. That's what was great about it. Oh, it's so painful, you're right, to do Ugh, radio now. My God. Almost every time I do radio, it's the worst. It's the worst. It's the friends and radio are the worst. How much time do we have left on the show? Just a couple minutes. Okay, then we'll save uh, Real Talk for the next time. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's fine. Bit. Anyways, my father <laughs> my father has such disdain for like anything cheese dicky. Like, my father has ultimate disdain for the sitcom Three's Company. Mm-hmm. When I was watching that as a child, he would physically be, like, f- upset. My dad's, one of my dad's favorite Ugh. shows. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. My father hated laugh tracks on anything. He's yeah. like, why, why are they making you laughing here? I don't That's want to fucking laugh here. Really, really good uh, instinct <laughs> from your father. Really? That's a very strong, strong my- and healthy instinct on his part. He has the best taste. My dad has really good taste and humor. Like when I brought up Jerry Lewis to him, he's like, oh, that guy's not funny. That guy hasn't said anything funny his whole fucking life. Yeah. Like he loved, my dad loves Don Rickles. Oh, God. Yeah. Richard Pryor. My dad loved really good. Your dad like Pryor? Loved Richard Pryor. That's amazing. For a foreigner, I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Like how could he, but he he got it that that was the with, that was a real thing. It wasn't some bullshit Mickey Mouse. Yeah. to, To use his phrase. Anyway, he turned me on to Stern. And I remember being like 12 or 13. And my dad's shop at a forklift shop in the summer. I would just have to sit there, you know, and I'd listen to Howard Stern, just hours of it. And I'd be so bummed when the show would end and those cheese dicks would come back would on come the back radio. come back on, yeah. And you're like, shit. Fuck. Then you have to listen to re- just bullshit again. Yeah. It's the worst. It's fucking worst, man. Yeah. It's the worst. And you think that based on the success of that Kai, that format, that they would hire people like him to do radio then right you'd think that pe- programmers would go oh that's what's working let's do more of that yeah oh, i don't know oh is that your fart babe that's supposed to be like a gratifying fart post fart reaction uh. <laughs> no, do it do it more real though uh. wait hold on hold on this is how i do it though i okay. go No, 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 make it gratifying. Oh, yeah, is that good? Yeah, but here, let me more direction. Give me direction. I'll show you. I'll show you. Teach me how to Dougie. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) see how like it it was real gratifying. Like, that was good. I was holding it. Yeah. (sighs) 
Ah. Yeah, you're like That's the Robert different. De Niro of fart acting. Yeah. You should get a sitcom based on your fart acting. <laughs> you're a fartist. Oh. Oh. Is that that was good. That was good. Okay, hold on. One more. Oh. Oh. Yeah. What it is, it, it, here's what you have to put in your head. Yeah. You've been holding it for an hour. Okay, I've been holding it. You've been holding it for an hour, and this is your chance. Okay, to let it out. Okay. okay. Thanks for the direction. So now. <sighs> good. Better? Yeah. Thanks. Maybe one day I'll get to be as good as you. That's good. We got to go. <laughs> Robert De Niro. I love you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Bye, Bye guys. It's <laughs> 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 the best song. <laughs> We gotta go. Sexy.